I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. As society evolves, we're all called upon to evolve with it. And the pace of modern change can sometimes leave us struggling to keep up. Social media has changed all of our lives so rapidly. We've had to experiment with it as we go, to learn about the pitfalls and to find the benefits at an unnatural speed. The work of people like today's interviewee, model, influencer and writer Naomi Shimada is an important part of the puzzle. An early adopter of platforms like Instagram, Naomi has a long view on how it has impacted her, for better and for worse. Her experience can act as a cautionary tale, but it can also inspire us all to engage in social media in a healthy and life-enhancing way. The endless perfection paraded on Instagram is the modern equivalent of the airbrushed magazines that came before. But social media has also given us all a platform to expose the fake and embrace and celebrate the real. It feels like we're so much more savvy than we used to be. We understand that no one's life is perfect, no matter what the pictures they post suggest. And happily, many of us are choosing to openly share the true messiness of our lives. We have all faced inner demons while scrolling on social media. It's a contradictory experience. It can be connecting, yet it can also leave us feeling lonely. It can be inspiring, but it can also magnify our insecurities. In so many areas of life, achieving balance is the answer. Listening to Naomi reminded me of this. I wonder what you will think. Here is narrator Joanna Bartholomew. I'll meet you on the other side. Social media has changed how young people communicate and it has exploded in popularity over the last 10 years. In the UK, 86% of people use social media with teenagers spending several hours daily on different social media apps. But it comes with issues for society, particularly young women. Anxiety, depression and poor body image is linked to an over-reliance on social media. As a model, author and podcaster, Naomi Shimada has been at the forefront of a body-positive movement which started on the internet. As a result of her personal experiences as a young career woman and model, she co-authored a book exploring our relationship with social media. Direct Talk met her at home in East London to hear how she wants to encourage everyone to celebrate their differences. Everybody has their struggles. Nobody is perfect. And I think that's the, the problem with the, how social media has mostly been en- engineered. It creates hierarchies, right? There's, we're looking up at people and like their life looks perfect. They have everything. And like, yes, la- you know, the world is an unequal place. There is truth to that. But everyone has a bit of a messy life, <laughs> whether they want to admit it or not. 
Modeling in 2022 is a vastly different world to what it used to be. In the past, the fashion industry insisted all models were very thin, never the size of an average woman. Now 33, Naomi has witnessed a shift in the global fashion industry. Beginning her modeling career at just 13 years old, Naomi had a few years of success. But at the age of 18, her body changed shape as she matured. Suddenly, she struggled to keep her weight down to the incredibly strict standards that her model agencies demanded. It led to depression and stringent dieting. I started modeling quite frequently when I was a teenager. And as I grew older, my body changed. And suddenly, I found myself not being able to work anymore. I was made to feel not good enough all the time, you know, whether it was through model agencies or through the clients. I was turning up to jobs where I didn't fit the clothes or I was sent home or, you know, I was told to constantly measure parts of my body. You know, this job never was my identity. It's been something I've been passionate about, but. You know, I've always been a, a human first. I love to laugh, eat, socialize with my friends, you know, like live wholeheartedly. And that was a moment earlier on in my career where it robbed me all of those things. I couldn't be myself. When I say that my body changed, I was just, became what was actually the average size. In the UK, it was like a size 14 is the average size, actually, even though the fashion industry has never really acknowledged that. So I was the average size, but the world I was in, the industry I was in, that was considered far too big. So Naomi decided for her own mental health to take a break from modeling. But she returned a few years later with more fire and determination than ever. She wrote a blog in which she posted pictures about her life. This time she embraced her feminine curves. She was taking control of her own image. This was the very beginning of the internet. You know, that's where a lot of the plus size and body positive like movement started was online, you know, through specific bloggers who were just like, you know what? These magazines and like the media doesn't care about us, you know? And We're going to create our own universe, our own world. The fashion industry has gatekeepers, a certain body type, a certain look, a certain skin tone that were paraded to be, you know, more beautiful. You know, 12 years ago is a long time and a lot has happened since. But at the time it was kind of who's around, who wants to speak about it. And I was, I was angry, you know, I was so passionate about about this, but sometimes you can't wait for someone else to tell you that you're beautiful or that you deserve to be here. People have to go and start doing things by themselves. Naomi is half Japanese and half Dutch, and she has lived in many different countries. She grew up in Japan till she moved to live in Spain. This mixed heritage has had a huge influence on her life. I lived in Tokyo till I was 11 years old. And after that, I grew up in Spain. So I had two completely different childhood experiences. 
fashion was just a part of of our lives or style even i'm not even going to say fashion actually my parents were just very stylish people and my father especially style was his life because he opened one of the very first vintage stores in tokyo so i grew up just in that world where we were taught how to express ourselves through clothing we were encouraged to dress ourselves you know like this is your expression you, you know you choose what you want to wear today and they really let me go through different phases you know sometimes i was a really a girly girl with very like layered tool dresses but then i would be super androgynous and i would wear you know just yeah however i wanted to dress that was it was very encouraged in our home i think so often we are products of our upbringing and our immediate environments for me how i express myself through clothes is it's really an extension of who i am or how i feel that day or sometimes a form of pulling yourself out or lifting yourself up when you don't feel great we live in a very hard dark world a lot of the time and it makes you experience the world differently and i think often people don't wear color because in so many societies you're kind of socialized to make yourself small to disappear or to be just like everybody else and i think there's a beautiful way to embrace and wear color where we are part of you know a community and but clothes are this way of distinguishing ourselves and expressing ourselves in ways that actually connect us today more than half of the world use social media and every year its popularity is growing and evolving to become part of working lives too for naomi it has become an essential part of her modeling career and she is expected to use it whether she likes it or not social media has such a huge role in in my career and it also really changed the way modeling in the fashion industry operate before my job was going somewhere being part of a shoot being part of this being part of that and over the years it's really changed and so much of you know you used to be just the model that the client booked that day and now you hear the person that people are you know booking you for you your ethics everything you are your history your you know and it's it's so much more it's asking for so much more you know because every time you have to give this part of yourself or perform this ask perform the version of you that people want to see social media is deeply embedded into so many of our lives it's changed the way we interact with each other it's changed the culture of our work it's changed the way we spend our free time you know like it's robbed the freedom of just being on holiday most people are, you're either on social media or you're taking photos for social media no one's really on holiday anymore are they <laughs> From looking at Instagram and TikTok, it can be easy to edit a life to look perfect and enviable. In Naomi's book, Mixed Feelings, she featured lots of different interviews with people of all ages about how social media can be used both positively and negatively. I ended up co-writing Mixed Feelings with a friend of mine because I just felt like it was something we had to do. You know, like there's not been a lot of room for nuance in the conversations around social media. It's not just good or bad or you know like social media is terrible, don't use it. Like, you know, that's not really a reality for a lot of us anymore. Our work lives are so embedded into it. And 
I think especially someone who, you know, as a model, Instagram has evolved over the years to be like our 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 identity. Most clients will not go and to your agent and request your modeling portfolio anymore. They just look you up on Instagram. And so many jobs operate like that now. In a strange way, almost everyone is turning themselves into some kind of model, right? Naomi has an ambivalent relationship with social media, as she is expected to share content about her life and images of herself. But is this effect upon her mental health that really interests her? I feel less and less under pressure to share when I don't feel like sharing, because the book project really made me look at my own habits. Why am I posting this? A picture is not just a picture. Often when, you know, someone posts a selfie or, you know, nothing is just a picture. There's always a motive or something behind it. And me and my co-author, Sarah, we, you know, we often joke that the book process was almost an exorcism for us because we had to really deeply look at and think about, you know, when something triggered us, why does it make us feel that way? Or why do we want to be seen as dot, 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 dot? You know, that's the power of social media that... At the same time as it connects people, it also makes them feel insanely lonely, terribly lonely, because social media is often a place where only the Kodak moments are celebrated. I don't owe something like Instagram my whole life. I don't want people to know where I am or what I'm doing or who I'm with all the time. You know, my privacy is actually sacred and we've forgotten that we don't owe the internet everything. In 2021, Naomi started a podcast and she co-created Beauty Fix for the BBC. She deliberately chose to interview the widest range of people, including activists, models, influencers, as she is keen to promote diversity in society. I love the audio world. I think because I've been in such a visual trade for most of my life, right? Being on camera, people seeing me, you know, like the performance aspect of that. I think when we live in such an over-visual world, especially in the age of the internet, you know, like how many pictures do we absorb per day by looking at your phone? That to be able to just sit down and hear someone's voice feels so intimate. And for me, that's really when truth can be shared. It was really important to us that the people we interviewed and spoke to you know, we're from a wide spectrum of of all walks of life, ages, abilities, and to be able to to kind of stretch how we think of, of beauty. Naomi is keen that the next generation benefits from what she has learned from her own experiences of social media. And she's keen to inspire people around the world, particularly young girls who are struggling with body image and confidence issues. What I would say to someone that is struggling with social media, don't take the image as truth. There is so many things happening in that person's life that you are not privy to at all. They are also having issues, whatever they are, because they are human. Social media only magnifies the human experience, right? We all, as people, want to feel loved cared for and connected and seen and appreciated. Those are not just traits on social media. Those are traits in real life. So when I, you know, when people ask me, can, can people have healthy relationships to social media? I think 
Yes, you can, but you have to have a healthy relationship with yourself. I think when I go on to set now, I am treated better because I treat myself better. And I don't allow people to not treat me well because I know my worth. And that has been, you know, that's been my own life journey and trajectory. After a career of many ups and downs, today Naomi is more sought after than ever. And she embraces the uncertainty of the future, excited as to what lies ahead. What excites me the most about the future is that I don't know what's going to happen. I think in the past, I used to really fear that. You know, I was really somebody who was like, going to write my goals down. This is this year I'm doing this. But I'm now really embracing the not knowing because like life sometimes can surprise us in ways that we do not expect. It's nice to not try to control the experience all the time. For Naomi, her message is do not believe everything you see on social media and believe in yourself. You're already wonderful just as you are. Naomi reminds us that it is the relationship we have with ourselves that matters the most. The way we feel about ourselves, the way we treat ourselves is the foundation of all our other relationships. So let's be our own cheerleaders. Let's show ourselves the love and compassion we need. And when it comes to social media, let's remember that we are all in control of what we see and what we don't. We can curate our social media feeds so that they nourish us. Yet so many of us don't. So many of us continue to consume the content that is doing us harm. I'm going to take some time and I'm going to unfollow any account that makes me feel worse about myself. I invite you to do the same. Let's take control of our social media experience. We all have agency. We just need to use it. It's the loving, compassionate and healthy thing to do. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes. <laughs>